0: Welcome to Recurring Nightmares episode forty two. I am Jeff, joined as always by Chris.
1: Hey, that's me.
0: Chris, we made it. It's spooky season.
1: We did. It is, yeah. uh, it is spooky season.
0: It's the it's the happiest month of the year for people <laughs> like us who love horror. Um and <laughs> I decided to celebrate that this year. I mean, hey, you gotta give me credit. We did two straight horror movies here.
1: Did did. Uh, they are classic classically horror. I
0: thought you were about to say classics.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know about uh, that. We'll get into it.
0: <laughs> we got two kind of garbage slashers sort of from the 80s from the late 80s and it's just weird they came out within a year of each other and the theme here is like they both take place at uh a a gym uh so that is the fun we have to look forward to that this is the trick-or-treats we brought you this month (laughs) and and i credit slash blame uh but, you know, as always, first, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we've been watching recently. And this is where I kick it over to you, Chris. Have you seen anything new lately?
1: Dude, I I uh, went to the theater a few times. Um, I'm also in the midst of, you know, we're, we've we hit October. Um So doing my normal 31 days of like horror films, but not going to talk about any of those. I'll talk about what I saw in theaters. And uh, the first one I went to see was a haunting in Venice. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's third. uh, Hercule Poirot, Agatha Christie adaptation. Um, Yes. I don't know. I, I don't know if people knew it was like the third in the series. I've seen all of them. Um, and I like his portrayal of Perot, but uh I don't think people liked the other the other two. I they're they're fine. And this one also is fine. Uh or or
2: horror.
0: uh
1: horror ish, uh, right? Like it, it is um it's still a mystery. It's still still a murder mystery. Uh but yeah, it, there's there is an undercurrent of, um, the supernatural. And, you know, if you've ever read Agatha Christie or, or seen either of these other films, like, you know, Perot is a detective. He's going to come to a logical conclusion, but yeah, there is like things that seem spooky in this. So there's definitely more of a spooky vibe. Um, I think visually it looks really good. Uh, Pro is really good. Uh, you know, the Brana as pro it's really good. Michelle Yo is in this, Tina fey Um, I think these films are just like they're Brana just being like, I really like Agatha Christie, and <laughs> I really like playing this this dude. And uh I'm gonna get my friends to come and be in movies with me because like they're all star-studded um affairs. Uh this one a little bit less so than than previous ones, but um, still i thought it was fun uh but also i left there and like it immediately began fading from my memory uh <laughs> much like the other two like I, they're fine um I, I enjoyed them enough but it's like it's one of those things like if it was on tv i would sit down and watch it but i'm not going out of my way outside of when they hit theater to you're
0: to not like getting the pain. box That's set cool.
1: no i don't think so i don't, I don't think like i would Sit down and like, I would not buy this film to re watch it. Um, but if somebody was like, Hey, you want to watch A Haunting in Venice? I'm like, Sure, like it's yeah. perfectly enjoyable in that way.
0: Do you like it um, even with the others, or
1: yeah, yeah, it's about it's they're all to me like three out of five movies, like, yeah,
3: know,
1: like they're they are perfectly watchable, enjoyable in the moment, they fade from your memory about 10 minutes after you leave the theater. Uh, But you didn't have a bad time watching them. Like they were. Yeah. They're just, they're just entertainment. That's it.
0: I've seen none of them. I'm not an Agatha Christie boy. Never, never read a.
1: Do you, do you like mystery novels or like mystery Uh, stuff?
0: I don't know. I get, I can't say that. Like I, when I was a big reader that like mystery was like, okay. What was the uh was it Encyclopedia Brown or
3: something?
0: <laughs> that,
1: that 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 rings a bell. Uh, uh yeah, Encyclopedia was he a uh Yeah, he was a, he was a kid detective, like uh like yeah. the Hardy Boys or, or Nancy yeah. Drew.
0: Yeah. But that was the one I read for whatever whatever reason. <laughs> I think and uh You know, I I think I read some Sherlock as a kid, but yeah, it's never
1: yeah, I, I enjoy especially like the old like I enjoy Sherlock. I enjoy um you know the Agatha Christie stuff, Miss Markle and, and Hercule Poirot. Um I, I've always enjoyed mystery stuff. Um and like just seeing this stuff brought to life is kinda cool. Yeah. Nobody nobody talks about Agatha Christie anymore. So
0: <laughs> like I enjoy it I enjoy a good mystery, of course, but yeah, I, I just I'm just saying like I was never like into Christie and these movies. Somehow I've I've missed them all. I might give this one shot if it hits Peacock or something. You know, like
1: uh, yeah, I'm sure it will. It'll uh, it'll hit streaming. Like I'm sure at some point. Um, I'm actually surprised it's not already.
0: Oh, any minute It will be.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It seems like there's like 30 days in between when a movie hits theaters and like when it uh yeah hits streaming. So probably very soon. Yeah, it depends. Um,
0: the, the, okay. That movie was so quick. Uh the last Wager Demeter, it was so quick to get to uh
1: yeah. sort of
2: like
0: maybe two, three weeks.
1: Yeah. Um I like that one too. I think we we talked about that uh yeah. that last month. Uh another one I saw in theater is the new Gareth Edwards film. Um Gareth Edwards, you might uh uh remember from Rogue One. Uh, yes. War from uh, the recent Godzilla movie uh, and
0: monsters and, and yeah and monsters yeah he's had an interesting sort of career so far uh, yeah and I am interested in seeing this movie the, I like the trailer for it quite a bit I just haven't
1: gotten to see it yet um so yeah I, I went and saw the creator uh, John David Washington who I really like as an actor um enjoy just about everything he's been in so far. Uh the Creator is an original sci-fi movie. Um and it is kind of actually very very topical because AI is something that is kind of become a big focal point um in media and 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 in you know in employment and Ever. Everyone's using AI at this point, or hey, not get, using it. We
0: get to talk about AI quite a bit. Yes, yeah, sort yeah.
1: Of. <laughs> yes, we do. I, I honestly forgot about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but like, so AI, big, big kind of hot topic recently, and uh, the creator is a, a movie about. Um, it's framed from John David Washington's perspective of he is a soldier for the humans and he's fighting against the AI uh, and the AI are portrayed as having dropped a nuclear bomb on LA and they are trying to take over and there's a I, I'm not doing it justice for a variety of reasons because I think like you need to kind of watch the film to see where it goes um and I think if you've seen the trailer you know that at some point John David Washington's character he takes charge of a uh Little kid robot.
0: Um he's like the ultimate weapon, right? Like some yes. sort of evolution this... of the AI or or the robots and yes. uh you can tell where it's going. I mean it, this this is i it, yes it's an original sci-fi. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because you've seen this.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's, so it, it's 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 not an IP but
0: you know, of getting whiffs of Terminator two, you know. Yes, and,
1: very and, much. Um, but uh, like I think, I think from the trailers, you can tell that maybe not as all as it seems with uh the AI, and maybe they are not the bad guys in this situation. Um, maybe they just want to live. I think the kid even says, says like says something, something like that I just want robots to be free, like or something like that in the trailer. And uh, um, so yeah, it, like goes in that kind of direction. Thought it was very well done uh visually it's it's beautiful like this was it done looks, on an 80 million dollar budget like it looks it great. looks
0: again i'm going off trailers but it looks like again i've heard good and bad about this movie and i'm still like excited to see it because it just looks cool like it looks like an imaginative yeah. um like sci-fi world and it looks doesn't look cheap even though it's it relatively is for what this yes. is
1: exactly I think like they do a great job, like visually the world building in it is great. Like the, the character designs uh between the robots and um you know some of them have like human faces, some of them have like robot, you know, bodies and stuff. Uh they all have all the robots kind of have this like open back of the head piece. So there's like this hollow area there with the yeah that, that it circles is. around it looks really cool. Um yeah, visually like just I, I think it's very arresting. Like if anything, like you're gonna be like, this this is a cool looking world that they've created, cool cool looking future. Um, maybe you don't end up liking the story as much as I did, but um, uh, I thought thought it was really neat. Uh one of my favorite films of the year, I think. So uh Yeah. I, I, I mean I appreciate a good original sci fi, even if it's like it treads some common ground with some yeah. stuff we've already seen, but uh, I think it does a good job.
0: I've heard. Uh, I I would suggest. I don't know if you've listened to it. The, um, the film cast had a good discussion on this movie today, and uh, it was weird. They like strangely. Like I think David Chen really liked it, but the rest like could not have called it terrible. I was like, wow. Um, but like you know, the kind of thing they said is that like it, bring, it brings up lots of cool ideas, but it doesn't seem interested in any of them. Um, but I, I still like, if, if this gets me about like, you know, <laughs> this guy is falling in love with this robot type thing. I, I'm, 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 I'm in on
1: that, you know, like, I, like, I think it will. It's not like, I mean, there are moments in it that like you, you're going to find out about what this kid is. And it's like, it's, it's heart wrenching. Like, um yeah just the the way this this like for me I was like that is brutal like where where you know how this kid came to be from the a i side of things um and then there's just like there's these and, and I, Gareth Edwards did this really well in Rogue One, where he portrays you know war and battle in a very you know gritty way
0: especially for star wars it, it was you know it yeah. was the it was like the most like kind of brutal war we had seen in star wars to that point
1: yeah and like he does some stuff here where it's just like you know you, you're seeing you're seeing families and uh you know innocents being killed in crossfire and missile explosions um and, and just viewed as like collateral damage and it's it's just it's really really brutal to see like a family get blown up, but like maybe the mom or the kid off to the side, and then like afterwards they're they're there like screaming or crying or something. Like I thought they did a really good job of portraying that type of stuff. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I, I maybe I'll listen to the film cast. See what I I like Kannada. Um, I, I like him a really lot with, too with him on stuff but uh um uh, we'll, we'll see what jeff has to say about that and I'll, I'll give it a listen
0: i like him a lot too like I, and i don't always agree with him because he doesn't really like horror as much as like you know the other guys and as we do but like it's interesting like all year He'll sometimes be, like, the most vocal supporter of a horror movie. Like, and he has to keep reminding me, he's like, I don't like horror, or I don't dislike horror, I just think a lot of it's bad, you know? And he's like, when it's good, I love it, you know? Um, but yeah, he was, like, very, um, he was easily the most negative about the creator, and, and he was, you know, hung up on, like, kind of logic and details, and like, you know, why would you bring this up if you're not going to explore that idea at all? Um, and again, I can't speak to the specifics of this, yeah. uh, but, you know, to me, it's like all I, I, I could see all those things kind of being disappointing. But if this thing is like, a, uh, you know, engaging, emotional ride with some awesome visuals, I'm still really excited for it. And I, I also like um, John David Washington as well. So, yeah, I just yeah. I had to make a choice this weekend and I decided to help. The creator not do I don't yeah. even know how it did. I, I don't great. think it,
1: I don't think it did very well. So, uh, um, yeah, let's see. I'm the problem I, with me. It was 14.1 million third place. Oh, so um, sad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's it's a shame. Like and all this does to the studios is go like, oh, people people don't want. They just want more sequels. They just want more you know they they, they want love. more franchises they want more superheroes they don't want original sci-fi they don't want original horror they they want they they want the shit we always feed them and it's like that's a shame uh yeah but i i thought they did a great like and i'm i'm hooked by like a cool visual yeah. to something so like if you like hey you, you like lay an emotional undercurrent that is enough of a hook and then like something cool visually I was sold the first time I saw the trailer for it. I was like, yeah, I'm, cool. I'm on board. This looks cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe I, I'm clearly not the rest of the world. Um, it's, I thought they did a good job marketing it. But
0: it whatever. looked cool. I like the trailer. Again, I just, I'm the problem here. It's my fault. I take res- responsibility. But I, I look um, forward to seeing it soon.
1: But I also went and saw the movie you did. Yeah. Um, as, as a, I'm a big fan of Saw. I think we have discussed that between movie dudes and, and here over time. I'm surprised that I haven't suggested a Saw movie (laughs) or two here at some point. But, uh, um, yeah, we went and saw Saw 10, Saw X. I don't, I don't know how they're denoting that. Saw X, we'll call it. All right. Um. Yeah, because I, I am fuzzy on the timeline at this point with the Saw movies. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I guess they're counting Spiral as nine.
0: Uh, yeah. You're the Saw super fan here. You're supposed to know. Well, this. That's,
1: well, that's why I was confused, because yeah. Spiral has that, that has that, like, a uh, subheading of from the book of saws i didn't realize it was an (laughs) actual saw movie i thought it was a spinoff um and of course they have never continued uh anything from spiral either so um i I did not realize it was an actual saw movie i guess they're counting that as saw nine so sure but we we have seen uh we have seen saw 10 which brings back tobin bell as uh jigsaw as john kramer um it brings back shawny smith as uh amanda is um assistant or protege i guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it uh brings on a whole new group of people uh for uh to to be taught lessons via some games um
0: what does he call it in the movies? Like I help people with, uh, like self-improvement or something. Yeah, he like,
1: he like, and then she goes, Oh, like a, like a, like a, a, a self like a like a life coach. I think she calls yeah. him a life coach. Yeah, like, He's like, yeah, something like that. Like, um, <laughs> just amusing. Uh, yeah. So they, they set this up with, uh, yeah. If you've watched any Saw movies, you know, that, that, um, Kramer jigsaw, He has cancer, brain cancer, uh, which is why he's always so frail in, in those first movies. Um, he is looking for a cure, and, you know, he buys into um, somebody promising that they have, they have a way to cure incurable cancers and he pays the $250,000 or whatever, he goes to Mexico to have the surgery and take the cocktail and uh he very like shortly after the surgery he kind of finds out that there was no surgery and he then takes uh, his disappointment in that out on the people that worked at this facility and sets them up for a new round of Saul games, I guess. <laughs> um, I liked it. I thought that they did a good job of making these people that are in the games uh, despicable. Like, you're like, yeah, these motherfuckers should be <laughs> getting tested. As opposed to, like, in other films where it's like, oh, you're an addict. Well, we're gonna put you in like this torture you device. You,
0: you don't appreciate your marriage, or something. It'll be like something yeah, that, stupid. That, You're that like,
1: I was, uh, was one. St- it, I think that was three, right? Like, I, like
0: I, I, I don't think I need my like fucking fingernails ripped off for this. But okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, or <laughs> I mean, and and like somebody was like, oh, well, the, the the first three had real reasons for it, but like the later ones with his proteges, they didn't. I'm like, all right, like there were some shitty reasons in, with them, but no jigsaw okay. like jigsaw himself was putting people in because they were dicks like that's basically the reason that uh of the first one like the doctor is just kind of a dick to him like he doesn't do anything like outside of having horrible bedside manner and he cheated on his wife like he's like you cheated also you were a dick to me so i'm gonna make you saw off your fucking foot like
0: what? Yeah, and I watched the third one in the last week, and it's like, you know, he, he takes this doctor, and it's like, yeah, you're having problems with your marriage, and you're distracted at work, or something, it's just like, dude, you just needed her there, because you want her to, like, work on your fucking brain and keep you alive while you torture other people, like, <laughs> there's no, it's his... his and I don't know if the movies realizes or not, but his like whole philosophy is like kind of bullshit. Like <laughs> it's
1: super fucked. Like it's yeah. really dumb. Uh, um, which is why, like as those films went on, it stopped. Like like the reasoning for it y- y- stopped being important. It was just like we want to see the cool traps. Um, um and I know good. you you were like, this is really dumb. like I hate you hate the editing, you hate like yeah. everything about them. For me, it was always, like, as the thing, I want to see more and more elaborate traps, see these crazy yeah. devices, these murder devices, and how they are set up.
0: Yeah, see, I've seen most of the movies, and that's, like, the kind of the one thing that's, like, I kind of like in them, is, like, oh, yeah. and, you know, I'm not one of these people who are like, ooh, torture porn, you know, I think that's ridiculous, right. I think that's a ridiculous thing, but, uh... To me, that's like the only good thing in them, especially the later ones. Was like they're coming up with more and more crazy and elaborate traps. Um And yeah, I you,
1: I, like you don't care about the people that are in them. Like there's like they're yeah. nobody. Like I think what was well, think five might maybe six six is the six was one I liked. One.
0: Yeah, I did. Like yeah, that.
1: you're like these people kind of suck. Like they they make those people out to be. Like, really, they're just doing what the company wants, but they're still shit bags. Like, you don't mind that they're getting fucked over.
0: Yeah. But, like, in general, you know, it, it's interesting, because we're going to get two opinions here. From One, I'm, I've seen them. I don't think I've seen Jigsaw, but I've seen the rest. And I don't like them. And you didn't you miss are, anything with Jigsaw. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard. And you are a fan of the series, right? Yeah. So, like, we're coming at this from two completely different angles. Um... And just to get back to where, like, we're, like, looping around here, but going back to, like, where we started is, like, yes. what do people do here, the scam that they do to him is just, like you said, is truly despicable. Like, it's yeah. just the most awful thing that I could think of to do somebody who's, like, they're on the verge of death, and you take them for their life savings and fool them into thinking that they're getting some revolutionary treatment. Yep. it's it's awful it's like an awful thing to do to someone so it's like even though it's they're doing it to this complete psychopath uh you know you're like you're happy to see these people get put in their fucking
1: traps yeah except for like one and, and like even that one i was kind of surprised that because like even amanda's like like really like this one too like why don't we the just her go. yeah like the the one that played the uh uh Gabriella, she was like the one that oh this is yeah. my family. She took care yeah. of him when he came in. Um uh, I was like that one's a little harsh. Like she was in on it but
0: she's in on it. I, I think Amanda had sympathy for her, cause isn't Amanda a drug addict. Isn't that yeah, like is. wasn't that yeah. her thing? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so so yeah, like I mean I, I have opinions on this, but I'm just interested, interested to hear what like what you have to say about this one. Like
1: uh, so I ultimately liked it, uh, but I think it's like for me, it's like just it's the middle of the the pack Saw movie. Like I like it. I would watch it again, um, but I would watch most of them again. Uh, I don't, and I, I think we we differ here on. I don't think the traps were super great. Um, they they aren't bad. I don't think they're bad, but they are definitely more rudimentary uh more you know saw one ish. Which makes sense considering the timeline. I think um, there's a
0: certain getting back to basics of it too. Yeah, yeah. just let's make it like horrible and personal and maybe it doesn't need to be so elaborate. I don't know. I I see this is I've noticed this divide between you know, people like you who are fans of the series and people like me who are not. And most people who are big fans of the series will say, this is a pretty good Saw. Uh, I'd rank it, you know, third or fourth. I think you said you'd even rank it fifth among the, like, and, and you know, yeah, the, the Saw, con- or the, the Trap concepts are, you know, a little recycled and nothing too great.
1: And yeah, then there's me. another thing of, like, so... You know we've had nine other saw movies, right like some of the concepts of i think like there's like there is one with the bone marrow like it which is a cool concept that they do where she has to saw mm. her leg and suck the bone marrow out, but they've done that like two or three times, not that particular thing, but like you have to saw off your flesh or you have to you know you know put pints of blood in something like they've yeah. done that concept before, um so it's it's yeah, it's a little bit recycled.
0: I think that the difference um, for people who are fans and not fans, it's like, I think fans just like liked the series for what it was and, and are fine with it. And Yeah, exactly. I am with like, because the critics came in hot on this, like where it was like, this is the first movie they've made that got good reviews, and I'm like, 100% with that. Like, I think this movie blows away all the other Saw movies, and like even the original like i think this is easily the best one of the bunch um and and like because it gets rid of the things that i don't like about the series like uh a lot of the movies especially like as the series goes on you have a group of people or whatever waking up somewhere like you don't know anything about them they're just like all of a sudden they're in the fucking trap And you get to know a little bit about, like, why they're in there, and it's them trying to get out, right? And and the other half of the movie, like, spends his time explaining how, like, this movie could even exist. Because, for one, like, (laughs) I guess spoilers, like, you know, Jigsaw, John Kramer has been dead since, like, part three and so it's just like they keep like adding on to like oh well this person was helping him and this person was helping and him, yes so that, him and, it, and, and
1: so, i know you don't you don't like it you don't like the, it's the stupid the story's dumb like, i i think and that that's the thing with saw fans we do enjoy the soap opera aspect of it yeah like, like it, and it's dumb we know it's dumb but like we enjoy that we enjoy the lore the stupidity of the lore at that point uh and, and there movie, is lore here. There's a lot of lore going on in this one too. But
0: you think so? And this one? I think this one kind of like it uh, smartly yeah, they, avoids most of that because it's set way back at the beginning. It's like you kind of have to know about Amanda and I guess Hoffman. Is that his name? Hoffman?
1: Yeah, Hoffman shows up in the, the credits. Yeah.
0: You kinda I, and that is like you could know it or not know it, you know, whatever. But like I don't know. It kind of just and and you know, again, we're not doing a whole movie explaining how the movie exists. We're telling a story here, and the you know the first half of this is telling a story about a guy who has cancer, and he's trying to you know get treatment for it. Like, and it you know it had some poignancy. Like, and on top of it, it doesn't. It does it a little bit, but it really gets away from the goofy fucking like music video editing that they do, and like the. That's the only way I could describe it. it like yeah, I mean, always complain about
1: this those especially uh you know, the first three. Um I think think some of the later ones, they have they have bad editing too, but in a different way. Uh but those first three are very much like you know, MTV nineteen ninety ish.
0: It's like trying to be those edgy or something yeah. like that. And it's like just-
1: a- it's like a post grunge music video type edit. Yeah, but... it's like
0: I'm watching a tool music video or that Nine Inch Nails exactly. music video. Yeah. And like, just does it a little bit because like, it, it knows that you know, like, fans are like looking for some of this stuff. Like, you get the theme it starts playing near the end and shit. The
1: theme is always so good. I love that. Yeah, it. Theme,
0: the theme is awesome. I'll give you that. But like, yeah, I, I think it just like, avoided a lot of the bullshit of this series and it just told a story. And then by the time it be, starts to become like a Saw movie, you're like invested in what's going on. You you kind of care about like what happened to him. You fucking hate these people that he's about to fucking, you know, fuck with. It's like, it's like a, this revenge movie that you're like kind of rooting for what he's about to do.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest change here because like, I think you were always meant to, like, oh, like Jigsaw's the hero. But you're like, no, Jigsaw's kind of a bad dude. Like, (laughs) he's not good. But he's always portrayed as, like, the hero in those films. It's like, no, he's a shitbag. And in this one, it's like, no, these are shitbags. Yes, Jigsaw, get (laughs) them. Like,
0: yeah, I I mean, that's how I felt about it. And, you know, they did some, like, like, smart things where it's like, there's a part where he's, like, thinking about hanging it up. Like, he, he, like, Gets the surgery, he doesn't realize it was fake yet, and he's like drawing. He's in a park drawing torture devices. Yeah, and he just and like he rips, like, rips, the rips the page out. out. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, oh, so you might have quit right here if not for this. Um, and yeah, and you know what else I think helps it too is that once it gets going, he's not just like a voice recording on a tape. Like he's like in him he's and I are in the yeah. room for a lot of it. And I think that that's like the other thing. Again, this thing uh, to me, this thing corrected that, so much.
1: That that, that I did I did like that particular. So in just about every film after two, the the traps are they're multi. There's lots of people involved in them, but they're all in like different rooms, and you have to travel to them. And in this one, there's multiple victims, but they are all in one room. They're all set up to their trap. Um and the game plays with them all there. So I thought that was like a neat touch where it was like, Yeah, he hadn't done this like and that's the dumbest thing about these movies too, is like how does he have forty two different warehouses that he can set up fucking torture right.
0: funhouses it, it, in? And he's like <laughs> setting them all up at the same time because like all the movies kind of take place at the same time. So... <laughs> yes. i just felt like
1: super goofy this one made like like sense wise it makes a lot more sense like this is how he, he handled it
0: and i think like again that's like a tobin bell is one of the best things about these movies and again you couldn't really use him much for most of them and here he's like front and center he's the main character he's in the room when when these traps are going and shit like i don't know i just feel like the movie like corrected so many things that I don't like about these movies. You get to actually go outside in this one a little bit, like um, you know, you see Sunshine. So, I don't know, like I I think that, again, it's a thing of like I guess if you're a big fan of these movies, I could see seeing this one and being like, yeah, it was pretty good, you know. But for me, it was like, man, they finally fucking cracked the code on this. This is like the first good one ever, honestly um like i I got i've enjoyed some of them to varying degrees and i enjoy the traps but i just never thought they were good movies i didn't think they're really movies so i i made that joke to you like oh it might be an actual movie this time i didn't know that that was a headline of uh yeah
1: so somebody used that as a headline and really mad (laughs) it, it, it did um and i mean i could see why like you like whether you like it or not like and you could certainly have that opinion, but for to you to write that down, like, it's like, it was all right, well, <laughs> but like, how many other movies at this point do you think aren't real movies? Like, I mean, we're going to watch some shit. Like, we, we watched some stuff that we're going to talk about very <laughs> <rather laughs> briefly. That's like, I mean, are like, like, with that sort of sort of criticism, like, are they real movies at, at that point? Like, like what? Like it's like you don't have to like it. It's funny because
0: it's a line that I go to from listening to um, "We Hate Movies" th- because they'll be like, you know, they should have done this, they should have done that. But then it would be an actual movie. Like they say that all the time, you know. It's just like so. It's like a go to like this would be an actual movie if you did this. Like like go outside, have a story. Like you know. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just funny that it luckily
1: I ri- <laughs> it, it was funny that people got so like ripped about it though. Like it's like mm-hmm. and this is this one this franchise does not need you to defend it. It's 20 years old. Like, it's 20 years old. It's 10 films in.
0: Well, that's I funny because it's
1: it, doing fine. It it's they've it,
0: they've never ever gotten good reviews and here's they're finally getting good reviews and it's just like just because the sound's condescending and they're like ah fuck you
1: but whatever yeah, well, well but I, I i can also see where you know fans like they get attached to something and you just said like hey like this is the only one in 20 years that's any good and you're like hey fuck off
0: yeah <laughs> but that is my position i think this is that that's
1: fair that's fine i
0: think i think this is you know, I, I don't even think the first one was that good, I really don't, but like again, and I've I've had some fun with the series and I've, I've obviously, you know, there's something there that I've seen almost all of them but um, I just I, I just, there, I had so many problems with the series and like this one kind of addressed most of them and I just felt a huge cut above all of them and it just plays to the strengths, it's like have, have Tobin Bell in the movie, like <laughs> that's kind of a uh, corner that they painted themselves into early on with it. And yeah. I think that's what kind of like fucks up the series for me because then it's just like it's just ridiculous as it goes on. We're like, oh yeah, there's another person that somehow, and all this stuff is going on at the same time, and fucking jigsaw planned this stuff f- for after his death, and it's just like <laughs> what the fuck.
1: That's what I think is maybe. I I don't remember if it was six. I think it. I think it might have been six or three D, where the ex wife or something is involved in something at some point. It's like he had this all set up since the beginning.
0: It's like insanely elaborate, going on forever, and it's like you could never plan all this stuff out. (laughs) Even within the one that I watched softly, I'm like, the things that like happen near the end, you're like, how would you predict that that would? Be what happens like it makes no sense and then the end of three there's like a part two he's like lying in his bed and he like starts pouring wax on something and they never like elaborate on what that is so then you start I started part four after that and it's like I guess it was a fucking little tape that he had there and he was pouring wax on it he ate the fucking tape they find it in his stomach when they're doing autopsy, yes. and the game <laughs> begins again I'm like oh my god dude like what the fuck is this
1: and, I mean and that that was at uh... That was at the height, right? Like where you know one came out two, two came out like a year later, but originally two wasn't designed to be a Saw movie. It was just like some sort of trap house. Oh, really? Thing. I'd really like two, but it is not it was not set up to be a Saw movie. That's interesting. Um then Saw Three comes along like a year after that, and then so at that point they were like, Oh shit, we got something we can dump every year. So, like, saw three comes out in in 2006, saw four, 2007. Like, they started doing them yearly at that point. And yeah, Yeah. it was like, we have to set the sequel hook up. (laughs) Like, how to, but they killed him in three. (laughs) It's like, he was in all of them. He's in every single one, I think, except for Spiral. But But, yeah, he's dead. (laughs) He's dead from four on. Yeah, and I
0: think, you know, th- to me, that creates things that kind of suck, and I don't know. But regardless, I mean, like, it's weird, because we're both, like, we both say that this is, like, a good entry, yeah, right? like, we you like, like it, it. Yes. Yes. but to me, it's like, I think it blows the rest away, but... I can see where fans are coming from a little bit, but I still thought the traps were, again, they're not like super elaborate, but they're like fucking brutal. Like, jeez, They're
1: brutal, like that, especially the, the one you were talking about, the bone marrow one, where she's oh, just fucking leg. It, It's very brutal. It's super violent. Yeah, it's um,
0: one of the most violent things I've seen in a horror movie this year. And it got it had people squirming in the theater. My wife was like, holy fucking shit, ready to puke. <laughs> like, and like, I.
1: I, I thought the one with uh G- Gabriella as well where she's she's suspended um yeah. in in the air she she's like by her ankle and her wrist and she has this uh um radiation uh thing like pointing out so she's basically baking under these radiation lights and she has to break her ankles and her arm and her wrist to get out of the the chains like that one's it's just.
0: And you oh, know again so, that stuff that's been in there since the first one. You got
1: to do you know. Yeah, yeah. They've always been like you have to yeah. cut something out of your body, or you have to break yeah. bones to to make your way out. Um, the one that it's, is maybe the most elaborate is like is actually like a it's a dream sequence that he has uh, early that's, on. That's
0: the only one I'm getting out of. <laughs> that's the only one I would survive, man.
1: The uh, the the eyeball one. Yes. 'cause yeah. you' gotta
0: all right, he's like you basically gotta break all your fingers, right there's like a dial yes. you have to turn yeah. up, otherwise your eyeballs are getting sucked up, well, I yes. just, I would just rip the band aid off, off away, break all five of your fingers, you're good like yeah. then you're good to go, right like
1: so so I don't know how, like the way he worded it was you have to go through each step, so I don't know if you could just flip it all at once or. If you have to do it, then it resets. And I'm not, I'm not hundred percent, yes. I think I could do it. So that was I could, if,
0: if I could go from one to five, I know I could do it. Because it's just, it's just like ripping the band-aid off. You're like, fuck it, I gotta do this. If and, I have to go through each one, I still think I have a better chance of surviving that than sawing my leg off or doing brain surgery on myself or any of these oh others. Oh yeah, not,
2: that's he not happening. It gives
0: you three minutes to figure out how to do brain <laughs> surgery on yourself. I'm like, okay, dude, like maybe... They could have put a more realistic time on it. Like you have fifteen that, minutes. Like
1: that, I think, is what's crazy about this one because I do believe that, like Amanda and some of the other ones, they had like like there's the razor wire one. I think in the first film, um, and that's like where you, you first meet a Danny Glover's cop, and and like he's like inspecting it, and oh, he had he had to climb through, but like they show the trap in that music video style, and I think he had an hour to climb through it's like they give he's giving all these people 3 minutes to, to I like, think get he out didn't want
0: he didn't want these people <laughs> to succeed I don't think uh I don't know I, I I you know there's there's what this there's the exorcist those are kind of like the big you know two, yeah. like horror movies for Halloween I I wholeheartedly recommend this even to people who are like me maybe not necessarily fans
1: yeah, go go see it. Um, I mean, I'm I'm always in favor of of more of these dumb movies. So uh, <laughs> go go watch it. It did it did successful enough that I think we will we will get a Saw Eleven at some point.
0: They're just all gonna take place between one and two because they're like, oh, <laughs> this is this is the secret right here, Tobin Bell. Um, anything else you've seen?
1: Uh no, we'll we'll call it there. Okay. What what uh what have what have you seen?
0: Uh I've seen fucking everything new and notable that has come out. If we're to go through them all, we'd be here all night. Um But I guess I'll touch on like a couple of big new ones. Um uh, sort of big. There there was about a month ago. Equalizer three came out. I think it's just hitting on demand here.
1: Yeah, I think I just saw it. Like, hey, you can rent this for twenty dollars.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I actually saw all three of the Equalizer movies because I had never seen them before. I'd never gotten to this series. I think you had. I think you've seen them. I've, right? seen,
1: I've seen one and two. I haven't seen three yet. Okay.
0: So I got like I was like, well, if I'm gonna go see Equalizer three, might as well go see like. I never got around to seeing these other ones. And these are, like, very, like, competent, like, mid-tier dad movies. Yeah. Um, You know, about a guy who secretly has these powers, or not powers, but, like, skills, and could fuck shit up, and he ends up helping, like, he'll see someone that's getting fucked over by the world, and he tries to equalize the world, you know? And it's a very fun, like kind of action-fantasy-type thing, right? Like, I think what, like, elevates them a lot is Denzel. Like, dude, yes. he's just so... He's, like, one of the best actors. And he could just do... With just, like, a smile, he could do, like, a ton. You know what I mean? And, and he's just... It's so fun to see him in this role as uh, Robert McCall. It's kind of like, a, like an ex-CIA agent or some bullshit. The first one, like, so, yeah, I saw all three. I think part one is easily the best one. Uh, And the real fun thing about that one is, like, he's just, like, working in this hardware store in it. Uh, You know, like a Home Depot. And he kind of, like, builds up to this ending that ends, like, with a showdown in the Home Depot and he gets to use all the fucking tools and shit in there on on the bad guys. That one was just, like, it just, that was just, like, a perfect concept, and it's just so fun. And again, easily my favorite. This new one has him in Italy. You know, kind of, you know, trying to start anew, I guess. You know, whatever, out in Italy, and he begins to like like. I think he was there to do a. I don't know. I can't forget how it goes, but like he was there to do a job or get some revenge or something. But then he's like, "Fucking Italy's pretty nice. I might stay here and, and." you know, he's like in this little village, and it's charming, you know, and he starts to like the people there, and they're getting fucked around with by, by the mafia, and, and so, you know, he he gets to do his equalizing in this little Italian village. It's, uh...
2: I don't know. Like, it's fine.
0: It, it's It's not like... It's disappointing because there's, like, so little of equalizing happening in it. Like, um there's just not enough of that. You know, like, like, again, like I said, like, the first one builds up to, like, this climax where he's, like, in this hardware store, like, killing tons of dudes and using all the tools. Like, the fucking second one has, like, this crazy climax where there's, like, they're, like, in this... Town that's been evacuated because a fucking hurricane is coming in or some shit, and there's like sniping and all this crazy shit happening. And here, like the climax is like he just kills a bunch of dudes in like two minutes, and it's just like that's the end. Like, so, I guess spoilers. I, I just, I think the climax to it is just like really, that's it. That's like all we get out of this. Like, so that's kind of disappointing. Uh, I, I, think I didn't like. I wasn't as into the story again. I always keep going back to like the original one. She kind of like befriends Chloe Moretz in that. Like she's like this yeah. sex worker that he, he always sees in this diner, and it just it just works. It's not that the third one's like not entertaining. I just think it it it's, it could be could have been a little better. So I don't know. I enjoy like <laughs> I enjoy this series now. Like I kind of hope that we get a million of them because I just love him as this character. Uh, but yeah, this was just a little weak in terms of like payoff and stuff in it. But
1: I want to see uh, it, um, so I'll probably give it a go once it once it is no longer tw- a twenty dollar rental. Yeah,
0: in a few weeks, um, you know, you, you get to him doing his thing in like this cool scenic, you know, location.
1: Have you seen the uh, Equalizer TV show?
0: No, I didn't even know there was one.
1: Yeah, Queen Latifah plays uh, Robin McCall. They've they've oh. uh, gender swapped it. Uh, I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> um, yeah, I know know that that she is the uh, the lead on the TV uh, show.
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, to me, so much of it is Denzel. Like, there's a like my favorite scene in the third one is it's a restaurant scene where he's like in the restaurant and he's, like, staring at the bad guys, like a couple of the thugs. Mm-hmm. And the thugs like, what are you looking at? And they come over to him, they, like, sit down, they're trying to talk shit to him. And they say something, like, the dude says something threatening to him, and Denzel just, like, smiles at him. And just that smile, like, I was, like, giggling. I was, like, tickled by it, because I am just like, <laughs> he's going to fucking kill this dude. Uh, that's the thing, it's, like, he just makes it so fun. Like, he's such, like... Watching these movies, and I'm watching, like, I watched Training Day as well recently, and Man of Fire, I'm like, man, he's just such a fun actor, and he's so perfect for that type of role. Um, So, yeah, uh, it, it's like a, it's, you know, it, it, don't go in with high expectations, you'll probably have an okay time with it. It's just a little disappointing that there wasn't more of him fucking shit up.
1: He is... He's 68 years old now, so... That's
0: crazy, dude. He doesn't look it. He, he looks he like he's looks in his 50s. Crazy. yes. He
1: yeah. looks fantastic, but he is getting older, so I wonder if he can, can't do... Uh,
0: well, it's not like... It's not even like the first one, like he's doing stunts like it's John Wick. It's a different type of action movie. It's right, more like, yeah. I'm gonna fucking shoot a nail gun into your head. And it's just like, it just goes so quick at the end here. So I, I
1: don't... So it could just it's just the it's, decision they made.
0: It's just to, yeah, it's just not enough focus on like making cool like there's a part at the beginning where he's like fucking killing dudes and it's pretty cool. Like he fucking sticks a gun through someone's fucking eye and then shoots through their back of their head at someone else. I'm like, that was cool. Uh but then like the end just again it's just like so it goes it's just like he dispatches them, like, alright, cool. Um just just, know that uh, it's an okay time, but yeah, it's, it's a little disappointing on that front. Right. Um, Another movie I saw was this movie that, like, is getting a lot of buzz from horror fans and is available on Hulu called No One Will Save You.
1: All right, you... So I, I've heard lots of people praising it. Yes. Uh, I need to know your opinion here, Jeff. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I think it's like, it's weird because my bet is that you would like it quite a bit. I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet. Um, like you, haven't, you have not seen it, right?
1: I have not. No, it's it's on my list. I'm probably going to watch it this month, but uh, I've not gotten to it yet.
0: I think you'd probably really like it, but uh, me, like, it's weird. My coworker was the one that like, told me about it. He's like, Have you seen a trailer for this movie, No One Will Save You? And I was like, No. And he's like, "It looks pretty cool." And this is before it came out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I looked it up. I'm like, "Oh yeah, it looks pretty cool." It's like a home invasion flick, but the I thought the trailer gave away too much. So I was like, "Oh, but the thing invading is an alien." It's an
1: alien flick, yeah. Like the the poster yeah. gives that away. Like... Yeah,
0: yeah. And it, I, I, it, it's not a huge giveaway because like that's all like given away in the first ten minutes. It's not like okay. this thing. We're halfway through the movie. You realize that the thing invading is an alien. Like then, I would say, yeah, keep that as a surprise. This movie is very well crafted from a technical standpoint. It has great sound design. The aliens look cool, even though they're kind of classic gray men aliens. Um, But they, there's just like there's little variations on that that are very cool looking. Their feet look really cool, I think. Um, it's just well-crafted, like, when they do a a suspense sequence, like, when we're chasing each other through the house, which, again, it's kind of, like, the first 10 minutes, or, like, the first 20 minutes, like, and then, like, more and more happens. But there's, like, two, like, and I think for most people, that's good enough, and they don't have the hang-ups about storytelling that I have that, like, really ruined this. Uh, and th- and there's two problems. One is this stupid gimmick. It's so stupid. I think most people like will admit this that like the movie has no dialogue, um, which is dumb because like there's
1: nobody talks at there's all. No, there's no dialogue. I don't know if I will like that.
0: <laughs> like there is me. I'm trying to think. Maybe a sentence or half a sentence here and there. And like part of it, like, makes sense because it's this girl. She's in this house. She's kind of isolated from the community. And played by Caitlin Deaver, who I really like. Uh, And, and, you're like so, and it's mostly this, just kind of like cat and mouse between her and this alien slash aliens, and you know, maybe there's not a lot of reason to talk. But like, I don't know, if you're being attacked by an alien, wouldn't at some point you'd be like, "Please leave me alone." With like, even though like maybe they don't understand you, maybe they do. Like maybe you would say something, right? Like anything, or like if you stub your toe or something, you'd be like, "Ah, fuck!" But it's just like she never ever says anything. And there's parts where she goes to town and has to, like, interact with people, and they come up with increasingly stupid ways to make it so that she gets cut off. Like, she's going to go, like, there's one point, I think she's going to tell the police what, uh, what's going on, that there was an alien, you know, I'm trying to, like, talk around things not to spoil too much, and... Like she's like I like she's gonna say something and then one of the people spits in her face and then that's the like and then that like she doesn't finish what she was gonna say and she leaves. Then the other thing is is you're like, why is she isolated from the community? Why did that lady spit in her face? Like, what is up with that?
1: Mm, And what is up with something that that dialogue could explain?
0: Yeah, yeah. And but like what this movie wants to do and what thinks it's clever in doing is like. We're gonna withhold really essential information that you have to know about this character as a big reveal at the end. And I hate it's like a storytelling pet peeve of mine. That's not a twist. That's not how twist works. You can't just tell me like you can't withhold the main important thing to know about this character as a reveal at the end. I don't like that. And I don't see a lot of people that have that problem with it, but it's just like it goes against my idea of what is good storytelling so like again like and i don't think you'll have this hang up that i do but like it's just stupid like i don't like that and of course like what it's revealing you kind of guess like 80 percent. like oh yeah something happened and people don't like her now but just give me that if like that's not a reveal dude it's stupid you know it from the top that people don't like her. Just tell me why. Like, I just I find that to be like a really you could, you annoying could set that up image. at
1: the beginning with like two minutes or three minutes of like showing that
0: or have to you dialogue
1: and that explains it. Yeah,
0: but it's like they they, they just are so precious about it here, and then like when, when they reveal, and it is like visually cool when they reveal what happened, but it's like. Dude. Also, there's like, I have problems with the rules of what these aliens can do and this and that, but I can't get into it because it's spoilers. But like, after you see the movie, we'll talk. But like, okay. there's a thing that happens where I'm like, okay, that's not how the aliens work. That's not what you were explaining that they do, and now all of a sudden they do this. Also, like, what is it like? So again, all the problems. I and you know what? Here, the funniest thing of all is. So everyone loves this movie. I did not care for it because of these reasons. Uh my coworker, who was like turned me onto this and was like he was hyped. He watched it the, the first night it was on Hulu. He is the only other person I know that did not like it. And but he didn't like it for different reasons than me. <laughs> like his reasons were just kinda like you know, well, partially is like he just thought that the story was too thin, and part of that was because there's no dialogue. Yeah. like he also did not like the the no the no dialogue gimmick. Like again, I think even people that like love the movie are like, you got it didn't add anything to it by having no dialogue, and if anything, it took stuff away. Like she's a great actor. Like he sh- should have like, yes, she's able to like do this without the dialogue, but. Why? And the ending, dude. (laughs) This movie like just pissed me off because it's so technically well made, dude. And I think that you're gonna enjoy it. I do think you're gonna enjoy it, but I think the ending is stupid. And we could talk about that after you see it. But it's just fucking dumb, dude. Like the whole thing. It was so close to like being like, oh, this is like really something special. And I think it is for most people, but not for me. Okay. Um, we'll leave it at that. I mean, I saw a bunch of other fucking shit, but we have two classics here to talk about, Chris. <laughs> uh:
1: Classic style.:
0: Yeah, classic style. uh, slashers. But even then, I don't know that I call these. I don't know if I call both of them straight-up slashers, kind of
1: well, One is, I feel.
0: Yeah, one is. And we're going to go in the order that they release and start with Killer Workout from 1987- And directed by David Pryor, who the you know like an indie regional filmmaker who did a bunch of trash in the eighties, often starring his brother or like at least featuring his brother Ted Pryor, uh, who's in this. Um, You know, interesting note, and I did not know this when I selected them is that he did the first. Shot on video horror film called Sledgehammer. Okay, I think this shot on video also.
1: I definitely feel that that's where the the master came from, at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I said came from like Beta. Uh, and, and you know, it looks it. This is definitely more uh polished filmmaking than the Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer is literally like uh twenty year old and their friends while out into the woods, and let's see what we could do with our camcorder type thing. Right. This is a little more accomplished uh uh filmmaking but yeah, it does look like it's still shot in video um it, the element the film elements are like or video elements or whatever like some have not entirely survived all these years uh you watched it on Tubi I believe right Chris uh, yes. And you're showing me pictures of like it would basically do like when VHS tapes would be tracking. It would do yes. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I had a little bit of that too. There's one part where like uh this lady's in her place and like there's like a a light in her in her room and it's like flashing red and it was not something that was supposed to be part of the scene. It's just how the surviving what we source material that we have looks now. Yeah. Did you get that too with like the flashing red light? I don't know if you remember Um, that.
1: I don't remember that. I remember like my screen going like fuzzy and green at one point. Yeah, Uh, but I don't. I don't remember the red. But it might have like it was. It was just a. It's a low quality source.
0: Yeah, and you know, this is what it is. This is like shot video straight to video. I believe straight to video. I don't know that this had. Any real theatrical release, um, there's not a lot of you know, info about that aspect of it. But uh, but all that said, it's 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 more accomplished filmmaking than uh, than Sledgehammer. This guy made a bunch of movies though, mostly action movies. Besides these couple of horror movies he did, mm-hmm. and I would imagine they are all like you know look like someone shooting it in their in their force-preserved by their house or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to get to all the... Yeah, that's basically it. 1987, written and directed by David Pryor. Um, and this one of the two is the more, in my opinion, like, standard slasher movie, right?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Um, and... Oh, I guess the other thing I should mention is originally released under the title A <laughs> Great.
1: It's a great title.
0: Which, when you start the movie, like, even on the. I, I bought the Blu ray of it. It still says A when you start. When you play it.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh. Yeah. You yeah. might not have been paying attention fully at that point, but. Uh, <laughs> that's great.
2: Um. Right away, I think, like
0: this movie is like a like an archaeological like it's like a time capsule,
1: oh, very much so, yes,
0: uh, and I have to say, and I think it's like at the beginning too, the music is pretty awesome,
1: yeah like, good soundtrack, good, good you know yeah voice of music uh for it,
0: there's a song, I think it's called. I think it's the one that's called Only You Tonight by Don DeLore. I don't know if this was an exi- like an existing song or that was made just for the movie. If it's made just for the movie, like, good job, David Pryor, money well spent. I found the song very catchy. Uh, and there's a few songs in the movie uh, and just decent kind of music throughout. But yeah, it... It starts off, like, it's just like, this is just an injection, injection of 80s right into your veins, <laughs> like, uh, it, I think it starts off with, like, this girl getting a message on her answering machine, which, again, 80s nostalgia, answering machine, uh, something about, uh, what did they, what did he say? I thought they said, uh, the guy with incredible balls in his pants,
1: bulge there's like incredible, an incredible bulge, bulge yeah. in his pants yes yeah
0: but then also that she she got a job at, at this
1: uh she's a model
2: yeah
0: and
1: to go to europe the next day or something
0: yeah and then we get this opening that seems kind of like disconnected from the rest of the movie until it all clicks into place near the end yeah. where is it her that's going to this, like tanning salon or whatever, and she gets in the in the tanning bed?
1: Yeah, so uh, it's the the lady that gets the call, yeah, um, on the phone. She uh, because that her agent is like, I told them you have an amazing tan, so make sure that you don't sell me short or something like that. So she goes off to this tanning salon and gets on the tanning bed.
0: We get nudity right away, of course. I think both of these movies are you know classic eighties. Slasher in that department like you're getting naked for no reason a lot of the time I love it yes Um, she gets in the tanning bed and like cooks her alive which is just like it's almost like something that would make more sense in the other movie we're going to talk about tonight but you're just like okay what is that about like it just seems so disconnected from the rest of the movie because then after that we just cut to this gym there's amazing like 80s clothes in here uh montage of tits and ass we get this great song only you tonight um we have this girl jamie that works there uh we have our boss Rhonda. uh right away we get the black girl gets killed (laughs) in the shower with a safety pin uh of course also classic 80s like we're killing the the only black character right away i don't think she even gets a line before she gets killed
1: uh um, yeah i think think other than like i think her friend does go like hey like we'll meet you at the she says like oh all right i'll see you there soon or something like that's i'm going like, to go
0: take a shower yeah yeah uh the safety pin is like the main killing the killer yeah
1: Yeah. it's a giant safety yeah massive
0: yeah yeah. but besides it being massive i'm like i don't get the connection like you expect like gym equipment or whatever like which the, the movie does use but it's just like i don't understand the why the choice just use a knife or something like i don't know like
2: i think well
0: it gets you. It, it gets it's used in a cool way at the end of the movie.
1: Yes, and uh, not to you know not to jump ahead, but yes, it is it is shown in a reveal as like part of a keychain at the end. So like she's had the weapon in plain sight at all times.
2: Yeah, uh, but, but nobody just, nobody
1: knows that's what she's been using to kill people.
0: It's just an odd. It's weird. I I, I I don't know why the safety pin, but uh, and again, I, I think it would be like one thing I'd say about this movie, and probably even more about the other movie. But like, the kills are not like amazing usually. Like, it's often just no. like sticking the safety pin in the sound one. Like sometimes you get a, like a little bit in this one, like where the you get some cool like little bit of gore effects. But like, if I had to like, I mean, again, this is like. This movie is like poorly acted and and stupid and ridiculous and all around, but like fun, I think. Like I, I don't know, I had fun with it.
1: Yeah, it's mostly fun. Uh, yes.
0: But I think the one like if I you know, I was like, just you know, if you wanna see like a piece of shit fucking slash movie, just to have fun with, it, have some beers, have some laughs. This is like a good choice, except for like the one thing I would take away from it is like Ah uh, they could have stepped up like could you imagine the same movie with a couple like Tom Savini level kills in it like
3: yeah it, i mean it would
0: be fucking a- and on.
1: it's weird cuz i'm watching another movie right now that is took place same same time error, same came out around the same time and it's just like similar concept but the the gore effects are way bigger they're they're just the kills more brutal in this it's very it's very tame in both films i think it's it's fairly tame um and it's like you don't get like oh we're going to get maybe a stab or two but then we're going to cut away and you're never uh, really going to get you're never going to get the the gore or level of violence that you would in some other slasher films
0: well, that's kind of a disappointment, but man, not to get it's, like ahead of myself and like.
1: <laughs> it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, like, I, I just. If you want this time capsule, the 80s, and you just want like a garbage movie like this, is, this fits the bill pretty well. Uh, but, anyways, because like, she has the murder, like, we have that murder right away, um, they got the, this detective snooping around and questioning and stuff and whoever the the guy is playing this detective (laughs) he like one looks super menacing like he looks like evil or something like I don't know but he also cannot cannot deliver a line like I think he might be the worst actor in the movie
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) he's he's really bad
0: I think he goes and he's, like, talking to Rhonda, the gym owner, and and she's upset. Like, she's, like, oh, I suppose this is gonna get out in the press or whatever. Uh, She's, like, worried about it hurting her business, and he's just, like... His acting in the scene is just terrible. Like, his acting throughout most of it is bad, but it's also, like, that perfect, horrible, bad acting that you, like, wanna see in this type of shit. (laughs) Um...
2: Uh there's a scene <laughs> fucking awful.
0: Some dude bros in a locker room or or just I think they're just working out, but they're like talking about the girl that got killed. And the one dude <laughs> asks the other dude, he's like, Did he fuck her first? Yeah. And the other guy's like, I don't know, but I would have like some
1: <laughs> So cringy.
0: <laughs> some great locker room talk. Um Uh, there's this guy that's like kind of, I think you're supposed to kind of think that he is the killer. Um, Because I think he's like obsessed with Rhonda, right? Like, we get this new employee that comes in. This this plot's all coming back to me as I'm looking at my notes. like, this is a kind of I think it's actually kind of like fun and interesting plot. I don't know what you think, but like I was kind of surprised by the plot a little bit. Um
1: I mean it it definitely goes someplace. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but there's like a there's like a new employee that gets hired. Like and in fact like right when he gets hired, like Rhonda finds him like snooping around, unless I'm mis- mixing up the movies. He's like no, snooping around. Chuck, like, what are you doing? Been... He's, like, he's like, oh, I'm just trying to get my, you know, the lay of the place. He's, like, looking yeah, through yeah. her file cabinet.
1: Yeah, Chuck, uh, Chuck has been hired by the other partner of Rhonda's yes. That's other, the other partner. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she doesn't know anything about him, and, uh, he is basically, like, he is terrible at it. And <laughs> he he is obviously a private eye, hired by her partner to, to figure out what the fuck is going on there. Um, uh, were you <laughs> were you out that right away? Because I, I just
0: I kind of breezed over him looking through her shit and forgot about it. Uh so I, I, I like just I guess I just yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, like
1: early on you're like, there's oh. like something weird about this dude. Like oh, he is obviously looking like I don't know if you know you don't know if he's a private eye. He does mention that later, but like he was yeah. definitely hired by the other dude to like get some dirt on Ronda.
0: Yeah, but the, there's a part where he's, like, taking out garbage, and there's this other guy that, like, just rolls up on him, and he's like, he's like, stay away from Ronda, or I'm gonna take you apart, piece by piece. <laughs>
1: they just have a fight <laughs> in the parking lot. Yeah,
0: getting get a stupid fight. And so, like, he's kind of supposed to, to be the red herring, I think, is this, like, other gym bro who's, like, obsessed with Ronda. Yes. Um forgot who I'm just looking at my notes there's like a scene where a guy and a girl are on a front lawn and said it plays like the start of a porno
1: oh yeah it's so, like right after that fight which yeah. is, is historical right after that fight this girl's watching the entire time she's watching this fight um and after you know jimmy gets beat up and and goes away this girl like invites Chuck to you know, I don't know. Go for a ride or something. He's supposed to be working. He's just like, sure. He hops into the car, and then they end up at her house. And uh, he like kind of convinces her. Or she goes, "Do you want a drink or something?" And he makes a phone call to his boss, which is also kind of kind of gives you information. He's you know spying on Rhonda, and she comes back and is basically like he's like i should get back to work or something it's she's like Sh-, and it like shows her boobs basically like she's like, put on a, a lot of-
0: you got <laughs> yeah. a lot of work to do right here or yeah. something like that yeah
1: <laughs> like oh my god it's so bad
0: yeah. but it's like <laughs> that's fun and yes anytime that this movie doesn't know what to do and i think it's like right after this like or like there'll be like a murder and then it'll just cut to a, we're, we're back with another like scene of the girls working out in the gym, and we're playing this fucking rad eighties music.
1: That's like, what's wild it's about so this. many times. What's wild about both of these movies because they're very similar in in that way. In like, yeah, like, like kills are happening in and around the business, it's and they so the crazy. owners are just like, no, we're gonna leave it open, and they just cut to people exercising like over and over after each of these kills.
0: It's like the murders are literally happening in the other room. Why have we not shut this shit down, man? Like this isn't like out in the woods or like some camp or something. This like this is like a business. Police need to step in. I can shut it down. Um, the uh, there's a part where like the killer murders some lady in her house again with a safety pin, uh. And I think at the same time the detective is like showing up there because he thinks that she's a suspect because he found some needle on the scene and he thought that was a murder weapon and it belongs to her. And as he's showing up, you know, she's obviously not the killer. She's victim number two, and fucking uh, killer like hilariously jumps out the window.
1: window. (laughs)
0: And, like, it's like a second story window that like jump out, and then you can just see them running away through the parking lot. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, you got a scene where these so, like, the word has gotten out about her gym that, like, there's murders happening while people are doing their aerobics. And then you got these kids that, like, go and spray paint uh, a bunch of shit on, on her, like, window, I think. On the windows to our business, Yep. I, I think one of them is one of the things. I don't, did you notice this? Like what they spray De- painted, death uh, spa. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's the name of the other movie. Like, yes. What the fuck? Uh, I, I think it's just like a random
1: thing. It was, was it, was, it, was, it was. It was. It makes sense, right? Like it's it's a uh, it's a it's a, it's a place you go for exercise, and so they just called it. It's a death spa. It Makes sense.
2: Um. But uh, they all
0: get fucking murdered uh, as they're, like, running away from there. And then we go back to the gym. More girls doing aerobics. We do get a dude killed with a dumbbell. Like, again, I I, I would like to see... The focus should have been all stuff like that. Like, thinking of different ways you could kill people with the gym equipment instead of just, like, a fucking... They they do do it. Like, the dude gets killed with a dumbbell, but a more not safety like another like in this yeah part, another guy gets just like a safety pin to the forehead uh
1: the... Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of like pretty standard kills like I yeah the best the, the best one out of all of these happens in the other film uh, in in terms of the uh you know gym equipment killing somebody
0: okay all right well
1: like we'll get more, to that.
0: I'm more yeah. fuzzy on their other movie, even though I saw that more recently. <laughs> if that tells you anything, um, the uh, Chuck is it—the the private eye guy. He like yes. finds he, he finds two dudes that are killed in the gym. He beats the shit out of some other guy. I don't know if the other was the other guy. Is the guy that he gets in a fight with is it the dude that we're meant to think is the killer, or is it somebody else?
1: No, it's somebody else, it's somebody yeah. that they suspect that the, the cops suspect too. Um, because oh, it's that... the guy
0: that wants to bang Jamie, like the new girl yes. there, or like the employee. We get a super bizarre dream sequence where oh, I think it's that a one's rare. great. <laughs> He imagines, like, again, another scene that kind of, like, plays like a porno, but then, like, he's imagining banging Jamie, but then also, like, being killed by a killer who walks in who is also him? Yes. No idea. Like I I don't know what
1: they were going for there. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, he's, Uh, he's basically having sex with this other... Person that works there, but then being murdered by himself—it's super goofy.
0: But yeah, I think he was just knocked out or sleeping or something, and then because yeah, uh, the
1: cop then wakes him up, he does end up dead very shortly.
0: Right after, right, <laughs> right after that, he gets killed. We get more girls working out. Um, then I think the—I don't know if he goes to the, Chuck. Chuck the, ends our, up our, at,
1: at Rhonda's house, and he he's at Rhonda's house. He sees Jimmy like lurking in the um or Jimmy sees Chuck lurking and I'm not sure which one, but they see each other and they end up fighting there.
0: And this is where we start to like figure out what's going on. Um because then we find out Charlie is a, like yes. I guess you kinda like it is kind of obvious from the top if you're like why is this guy stooping around her file cabinet or whatever, but uh, we found out Charlie is a private investigator that Mr. Erickson, her partner, like, Ronda's partner, hired I think after the first murder, and
2: um, he is convinced it's Jimmy, the guy that's obsessed with her. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, I have. If Jimmy... The guy obsessed with Rhonda is the killer. Why exactly? Why is he killing all of her customers? (laughs) Uh, But our detective, our wooden acting detective, puts it all together. Jimmy is nuts, but he's not the killer. Rhonda is. Because twist incoming, Chris, she was the girl. I don't know how the detective puts this all together, but... She was the girl who got the burns like this, like who we assume died at the beginning in the tanning bed.
1: Yeah, Uh, because that one, I I don't think we talked about it either. Like that tanning bed scene is played like somebody is like the music and everything is like somebody is tampering with the machine and killing her. So like you think the killer and we did touch on that, that we think that like, you know, maybe that killer is the one doing the killing here. Um, but yeah, she was the one in that tanning bed. She survived, and she's now somehow exacting her revenge on pretty people.
0: To me, it was just so like the tanning bed thing was so weird because I'm like, it feels like a final destination scene or something. Like, is that like I didn't connect it to a killer? I was just like, oh, like the equipment went crazy, or maybe it's like the other movie we were gonna talk about.
1: Yeah, maybe like a. Like, oh, like, maybe the equipment is what's at fault here. Maybe that's what's killing. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, uh, turns out she did survive that, and she is Rhonda. He confronts her about this, and she's like, yeah, you're right. And she fucking rips open her shirt to reveal, like, Freddy Krueger tits.
1: (laughs) It's so gross.
0: It's like, it's... It's. I lost it boobs. <laughs> I lost it laughing because not only is it just like an insane like absolutely insane visual but it's just like it's just so not how a human be. <laughs> like yeah you're the person who does this <laughs> instead of just saying like yeah she has to fucking pull out her fucking scarred tits like what the fuck dude and, but the detective has kind of figured it out. Is like she, she's like the has been. She's older, and obviously she's not as beautiful anymore. She's like, even though like somehow did not get any burns on her face or her arms or like any like her yeah, hands. Anything she, that was, she's
1: fucking hot. Like outside of her, mm, you know what she's covered up, which are mm, really just her boobs. Like everything else is fine. <laughs> Uh, oh, and her hair. So She she is wearing a wig.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Cause she does pull it off. She's looking like yeah. Alien Nation and shit with her fucking bald head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I like, kind of fell in love with the movie, though, because I'm just like, this is just great. Because <laughs> like, she looks so funny.
3: <laughs> it's it, circle,
0: It's honestly... Not like a terrible plot. Like it kind of like it kept me invested in what was going on, and I, I was surprised by the twist. I like did not see it coming. Um, and then it gets even like a little more like twisty and crazy. Like going into like the final stretch. Like, um, Rhonda goes and kills Jimmy. Like the guy that was obsessed with her.
1: Yeah, he he shows up back at the gym for whatever reason, even though he's being tracked by the cops, and that that would be like the one place you would go look. Yeah, yeah.
0: He admits to kill. He is the one that killed Chuck, which I I guess I skipped over. I don't remember how Chuck died. How did Chuck die? Do you remember? He
1: got run over by a car, and they show that. They show, like, Chuck is walking behind the the gym. This car just speeds up and runs him over. And
0: so, like, he is technically the killer of one person in this, but he was just doing that uh, kind of like, I think he was doing it to throw the detective off, right, to like put him out of his scent, because he is so in love with Rhonda that, you know, he's willing to take the fall for her, and she just kills him. Yes. And then we got our ending, which is like the detective, like, he brings her out into the woods like fucking Silvio <laughs> and fucking The Sopranos taking Adriana out of the woods. And he he tells her like this demented, like... It's almost like this fucking uh, monologue that you would get out of like Breaking Bad or, or uh, Better Call Saul or something about how his dad was a cop and uh, he like killed a serial killer rather than get like rather than let him get away on a technicality he's like i'm going to do the same and after this long build up of him telling her basically he like tells her the story about his dad to basically tell her i'm about to kill you uh she just hits him with a shovel which apparently kills him
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she gets away and then we get her like tri- her like the ending is like triumphant for her it's like yeah uh kind of like the rare like the bad she's guy the wins. Hero. yeah, yep. yeah, she like comes back, the gym is thriving, everyone's like happy and celebrating her, and she sits down behind her desk, and she pulls the safety pin out of her desk and like fucking mugs for the camera, like giggles and looks <laughs> right at the camera, and that's the end, uh. I don't know. Uh, that's it. That's killer workout.
1: Yeah, that's it. That that is where it wraps up. Yep. You
0: know, a slasher movie where you know it's like the type of slasher movie where they're, you're getting kills from the point of view of the killer and trying to figure out who the killer is. You know, kind of your standard like standard slasher thing from the '80s, but we're late into the '80s. Like the slasher era is like kind of. Dead at this point, almost out of ideas, uh, and this is like a very low budget, you know, garbage slasher. And what did you think, Chris?
1: I, uh, I mean that that's a good description of it. It is a garbage slasher, but I think as we both said throughout, as we talked about it, it's fun. Like it is a, yeah. it's, it's yeah. bad. Like nothing in it is well done, but also it all kind of comes together to be this super dumb, fun eighties uh, you know, thrill ride that it's just a blast to kind of watch and it was uh in contrast I don't want to skip ahead, but in contrast <laughs> to the other film, like way more entertaining.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
2: Um yeah all right so then i guess final thoughts and score
1: yeah i mean it it's not good but <laughs> i would i would dev i would you know as you said like it's a movie you can sit down and watch with like some buddies drink some beers and just kind of laugh at and i 100 percent agree with that it is it is a good time um I would definitely like put this on with some friends. Like, oh, you want to watch? Want to watch an eighty? You want to watch some like eighties shit? Like, yeah, I got one. This has it all. Like, there's nudity. There is, you know, dumb murders. There's a dumb plot. Mm-mm. It's a dumb setting. There is tons of like shots of women's butts and and <laughs> their, their boobs an and yeah. their, their and like crotch shots like. <laughs> it's just like gratuitous in its you know objectification but in a fun good natured way like it doesn't feel mean spirited so I I would definitely watch it again Um, and I'm going to go uh, 6 out of 10 here
0: yeah I I can pretty much echo you completely on this like it is like if you want to watch a fun bad movie like you know that's a thing people do right yeah. This fits the bill hundred percent. Like I would wholeheartedly recommend this to Earl for one of his bad Friday night movies. Yeah. It's fun. Like it's 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 bad in a way that is fun. And it's like what you want out of a bad movie. It's the type of movie that would be on Best of the Worst, on Red Letter Media. It's like you said, a one that you could if you got some friends that like some horror movies, it's like and if you just honestly want some, like, 80s nostalgia, like, it's so fucking authentically of that era, because it is from that era, but, like, it just... It's, like, peak that era. It's peak 1987. Like, the outfits, the hair, like, the crazy teased hair, the music, and, and again, I think the, the soundtrack is, like, for how cheap and poorly made this movie is, the soundtrack kind of rules. Um... It's fun and I, I'm with you uh on the score as well. It's like a six. Like it it again. Pretty high score for a movie that's technically very poorly made. It's just a it's poorly made yeah. in a way that's very fun.
1: It it's it's amazing what like, you know, if a movie is fun, like how much more enjoyment that can bring out of it and just be like, Yeah, I wanna watch this. Like there are films that are technically better made, but I would watch this again because and there are, there's a good fun factor to it.
0: There are films that are just as poorly made that are also like a total drag yep. and a bore and hard to get through. Um, I don't think that's the case with our next movie. That I think it has a higher production value, but we'll see how that one fares when we get to Death Spa from 1988, I believe, right? Like one year later. Yeah, one year later.
3: Michael... Michael, killing yourself isn't so hard, really. Come to me, I need you. Jump, jump, jump. Death Welcome
1: to the health club where you'll sweat blood.
3: Never work without a spotter, buddy. Weight falls on your chest and you can really get squashed.
1: It's the place for a killer workout. an unquiet spirit reaches out from beyond the grave
3: welcome to my party
1: for revenge
3: I will destroy this place and I'll kill them all unless you do as I say
1: Death Spa, an exercise in terror.
3: A fantastic weight reduction program. People get so thin they disappear.
0: So yeah, Death Spa is from nineteen eighty-eight. Uh is Directed by Michael Fisher, written by James Bartruff and Mitch Paradise.
1: It's a great Uh, name.
0: All those names are pretty great. Yeah. Uh, This one, I guess, a little more info. I had, like, I think, a limited theatrical run. Uh, It did have a budget of $750,000. Which just by looking at the movie right off the bat, I wouldn't be surprised if that's like ten times what Killer Workout had. <laughs> Check it. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know what the budget was for Killer Workout, but th- this is like kind of clearly uh, like right off the bat, much more of a professional. Like again, this is still like a garbage, shitty late '80s slasher, but it just like. It looks like a real film, and at least I—I I don't know, like how it looked on you know the transfer you saw. You, did you see this on TV also, or
1: I uh, watched this on Shudder. Okay,
0: so it's a better it looking shot. film. Like it's, yeah. it's in it's you know the widescreen format. I think it's shot on film. We actually get some like like right off the bat the opening shot of this movie. It's a crane shot. That's coming down onto the star body health spot. There's no crane shots in Killer Workout. Uh so I think it's like immediately apparent that it has a bigger budget than than Killer Workout. It even has like some people in it, like um the one I noticed was Ken Free from uh from from Dawn of the Dead. He's yep. he's there as one of the, like the like trainers in the gym or whatever. He doesn't get much to do, which is kind of messed up. Like, he's, like, barely in the movie. And he's, like, the one guy that's been in a big actual movie, and he can act. And a lot of people in this cannot act. Um. No. <laughs> uh, and, like, in a lot of ways, it's this is similar, but also very fucking different <laughs> than Killer yeah. Workout.
1: I mean, it's similar conceptually, as in, like, Deaths are happening in in a you know workout environment in a spa or gym type area, but very different in its execution.
0: And we're gonna cut to like like I think you know like Killer Workout kind of starts off with this scene like you know, kind of a montage ish scene of like these girls working on the gym. Here we have like a it's just one woman, but she's like doing a sexy workout in the gym at night. So it's like a pretty cool like moody score. Um, and right away she's getting naked she's going into like the kind of bathroom slash shower room it starts filling up with gas and she freaks out Um, and she like tries to break a window to get out of there but it's too late she collapses to the floor we get uh... then it cuts to this dude who's like having a dream about a woman being set on fire which is weird, like, it's like this weird, like, art house thing where it's like, I, Chris, I don't know, were you thrown off by, like, I yeah, well, visions of, of Yeah, this? So,
1: so definitely early on, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. It, 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 it does tie in.
2: No, uh, it, it later, makes
1: sense, but, yeah. yeah. Early on, you're like, well, why would this happen? Like, why would this person be getting this weird vision?
0: It's so. It's just like so art house compared to like what like some lady on fire in a wheelchair, or you know, it, it ends up making sense. He wakes up. He 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 hits the road. He's driving to some rockin' eighties tune, and we find out he's the owner of the health club, Michael Evans. Um, the girl that was working there, or working out there, but I guess she is an employee there. Uh, she has chemical burns all over her body from chlorine chlorine vapors that were coming through.
1: Yeah, like the uh, spritzers in the uh, yeah. the
2: the bathroom area.
0: And basically, people are getting fucked up at this gym, but it's it's more like the opening of Killer Workout, where it's just like things seem to be going wrong with the equipment and such. Uh,
1: yeah, um, and they set that up with like the. This whole gym is um, controlled by like a computer system.
0: Yeah, kind of. I I would say I was I've wanted to say oh this is kind of ahead of its time. It's like it's like a smart home, but it's a gym, right? Like yeah, it's a that type of idea. you,
1: You have a card, and it like knows like I guess everybody is programmed in into the system, so you swipe your card, and it knows what what your best workout would be on this machine. And, uh, like, you know, it, it, we have shit like this now, right. Where like we have yeah. AI and digital assistants that can help you with that stuff. But this is like 1988 <laughs> it was non-existent at it that feel, time.
0: It, it feels early for like this idea of a supercomputer running a facility, but at the same time it goes back to, you know, 2001, the space odyssey, it goes back to, there's a movie from the 70s that I think we're going to do on this show at some point uh, where, like, it's like a smart house type thing and the house is, you know, controlled by this computer that kind of turns against the person that lives there. So it's not, like, it's not like this is an idea. Like, this is an idea that goes back in sci-fi, but it's still, seeing this movie from 1988 kind of being, like, predicting where we would be at now is kind of neat. Um. Uh, you see when people are working out in the gym like this like camera, it's like a high-tech camera looking down on know because it has a bunch of little like a ring of lights around the lens.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and you can see that there's like this dude in the control room that's like watching everything and that's running this shit. Um, And like, he, he like you see him like watching people working out. He's like, "I'm going to increase the resistance on them." Ha 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 ha. Uh, the detect- detectives show up to like investigate this fucking. You know, it wasn't a murder because she survives, right? The girl that gets um, chemical burns.
1: Yeah, but it's like a it's a major accident yeah. of some sort. So like, you have to investigate the business and see. You know, was this an accident or was it purposely done?
0: Yeah. And (laughs) it's interesting because, like, this gym has, like, a bar. (laughs) These detectives said, like, can we offer you anything to drink? I mean, he just gets a coffee. But, uh, and then this is when we find out that, like, Michael, the owner, explains this, I think, to, to to the detectives, that the programmer of the supercomputer running this gym is his ex-brother-in-law, David Avery, and he runs it in the control room like slash command center, and we learned that Michael's wife is dead, but he keeps his ex-brother-in-law around because I guess he designed this whole thing and knows how to run it.
1: Yeah, he co- he coded it. It's his baby, that type of thing.
0: One thing I like, kind of enjoyed and I like noticed in this whole part is how the dialogue is so corny. Like it, it's like this like uh, it feels like a bad detective like paperback novel the way that everyone talks to each other.
1: Yeah I, could, a, yeah, I could yes.
0: There's a great part where uh like the detectives are there and they're questioning Michael and David and all this. And this other employee walks in and she asks how Laura, the girl who got hurt, like, how... You know, how is Laura and Michael, who is a bad actor? Like, the main character in this. He's terrible. He says, like, this completely flat effect. He's like, less than wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) She just got fucking burned all over I don't know. Maybe that's not the way you'd say that. Uh, David... The computer guy claims he could prove that he was at home when all this happened, so it's not him. He gives he gives detectives like all these logs and stuff.
2: Uh, he I
0: think like again an example of this dialogue I'm talking about. He'll be like, he's like, I I would like those logs. Back when you're done, miss, and then the sergeant or the, the you know, the lady she's like, sergeant, you know, she corrects him. I don't know, I just it just It's like someone has read a lot of bad airport books. Yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to make this uh
2: and then I don't know, like the, the movie like
0: Not a lot happens. Like, Michael thinks that there's a glitch in the system that's, like, messing with their shit. Uh, You know, David is denying this.
2: Uh, There's also this, like, shady lawyer guy that is, like, in the
1: background as well. Yeah. Um, he, he keeps giving Michael advice on, like, oh, you can't shut it down. We need to do, we, we need to have it open because there's like a big Mardi Gras party coming. Yeah. There's a
0: Mardi Gras. It's a, like we're doing He's the like, Jaws thing. Like, we're just like, there's this party. It's so important. We can't shut this down.
1: Well, and that's like a weird, like, C plot because turns out that, like, I don't know who the lady was, but like, she's involved with him with this lawyer and they're trying to, they're trying to like, let all this bad shit happen. They, they also think there's something wrong with the system, but they're trying to force Michael out of the business. So oh, they can yeah. take over. It's like,
0: there's a, it, for as much as I enjoyed like the twisty plot of killer workout for what it is, like, it's still like pretty basic. And like, this yeah, is like
1: there's too much going on.
0: It's, It's too much, right? Like, it's too many things. Uh, and And there's just, like... The whole movie is, like, really bizarre things that you're trying to make sense of. Like, Michael gets his bird's nest left in his office, and you're like, what? That's so weird. Like, I even wrote my notes. I don't get what that means, but he immediately thinks it's David that left it. And another thing is, like, if if Michael hates this David guy so much, couldn't you just hire someone else who, like, knows computers and shit? Like, just...
1: You would think. Get
0: rid of your ex-brother-in-law, dude. Fucking move on.
2: Um... Uh, but, yeah, all the
0: murders in this, It's not, like, a normal slasher where there's someone doing the murders. It's always, like, crazy shit happening in the gym, and it's because... You think that this computer's out of whack? Maybe it's David doing it or something. And again, in the end, it's kind of like all of the above because what it builds up to is just like insanity. Like I don't
1: absolute stupidity. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Before we we get to that though, yeah, like I, I think one of the best best equipment kills though is this guy is using. He like you know, he swip, swipes his card, and it's on the it's on the poster too. <laughs> But he's oh, using yeah. this like chest machine, um, where you would you would push like the weights are behind you and you're you're pushing together. Yeah, um, you're pushing your arms together, and but the weights keep going and they keep breaking and his his arms keep going back and like all these big strong dudes are like trying to pull it, and then his ribs just start yeah. blood out of blood. And like, rib pops out. On? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so dumb because I don't think that would happen like. Your arms would you know, probably just break. Like you're, like yeah. they, you would push back your arm. Your your arms would snap out of their sockets. Uh, Instead, this guy just literally rips apart from the inside out. <laughs> like, so goofy. But in That's, terms of like kills with a uh, gym equipment, it was entertaining.
0: I think it's like one of the only kills where you get any sort of good gore or anything. Uh, you get more like. There's naked chicks in the shower, and they get hit with the chlor- chlorine gas again, and like tiles are flying off of like the wall. Even though like
1: that makes no sense. Yeah, like, this- they even have a line in it where it's like, they say that. Yeah, yeah. D- David's like, like I, I can't control the tiles in the in the bathroom. That's silly. Like, which yeah, it is again.
0: And that's because like the movie wants it to be both things, it wants it to be everything, and like it doesn't pick. It doesn't pick what it is. Like it's it's is there a ghost in the machine? Is David crazy? Is there a ghost? Is there
1: a demon? Yeah. yeah it's like it, 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 it's not in the middle of all of it. All, yeah.
0: It kind of is just all of it. Like it's it's all of the above. Um But anyways, you find out that Mike and Laura, like the girl who gets hurt at the beginning, uh, they're together. She's kind of like blinded for the rest of the movie. Like it's like the toxic avenger with the blind chick, and he's like seducing her while she's blind. Um, not again. For as much as I would knock Killer Workout for not having any good kills, I think like this just has that one good kill. Just one. Because everything else is just like... Oh, actually, no. There is one more. Uh, Another blackjack in a locker room type deal. And all the lockers are opening and closing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which like is, again, the smart gym, like the computer, would not control the lockers opening and closing, I don't think. Uh, But it's just like, yeah, we have... The ghost is in the machine, but the ghost is also just like running around doing shit, I guess. But yeah, one locker opens up behind her, and we get the arrow coming out and going through her neck like fucking Kevin Bacon style, like, yeah, you know, from uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, then we find out that uh, Michael's dead wife, she had killed herself. And yes. she's the one from the Vision that he keeps having where there's like it's a burning, lady
2: burning a <laughs> yeah. wheelchair.
0: Uh, we find out she got paralyzed when she was in labor. She lost the baby. And then she killed herself. Tragic uh, backstory here. Uh, hell of a way to go. I can speak from experience. Don't want to be set on fire. Um <laughs> <laughs> that he goes to like uh, Michael goes to like a psychic or something I don't know if it's a psychic a, or a psychiatrist I don't really know or if it's supposed to be both
1: maybe I, the movie I don't, I don't doesn't know why he's there choices.
0: the movie doesn't make choices on these things it's just yeah it's all of them but he says that they that she thought of their family as a bird's nest, which finally makes sense of that weird scene where he finds a bird nest at, at the beginning um There's a weird scene where like it, it's just like the camera kind of like panning over a bunch of stuff, and we hear like voices talking, and it sounds like Danny, the ex- brother in- law is talking about fucking, like, he's, like, talking to his dead sister, Catherine, and they're talking about fucking and killing people. Yep. Yeah, like, this movie is, like, real, like, again, it's, like, way better made than Killer Workout, like, it feels closer to a regular movie. It's, like, a bad 80s movie, right, but it's, like, it feels closer to a movie, but, like... Man, script wise, this thing is fucking all over the
1: place. Um, yeah, because at that point, that's when we start getting the the introduction of, well, David. Uh, well, one, we're not sure if Catherine exists, right? And this is a trope you see in a lot of films where it's like, you know, a, a an alternate personality is taken over. Um, so you hear the you hear both voices. So. There's there's thought that maybe David is is portraying Catherine. He doesn't remember things that are yeah. happening, so like he's Catherine, um, which and it just so happens that there's a Mardi Gras costume party, so like him showing up dressed as a woman isn't weird.
0: <laughs> they even say that like the, we're look we're looking for David in drag. He's like dressed like his sister. But then when you see it happening, like when you see his arrival, I'm assuming his arrival, I don't know. It just looks like Catherine, like this hot chick, like strolling through the party. But then again, maybe it's her ghost. Because The last 20 minutes of this movie, Chris, I, I meant to rewatch it because I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So it all builds up to this Mardi Gras party and David shows like David does like the ex-brother in law, the guy that's running the computer, he shows up dressed as his sister, right? Right? Like that's
1: that that is yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. but also Catherine shows up as a demon ghost. Yes. Um uh, who can magically control the computer. <laughs> like...
0: And so like Yeah, it's, like, him running around fucking with shit, the computer fucking with shit, and also things that could not possibly be either of those things are going on. Like,
2: uh, isn't there,
0: like, um, like a part where, like, the, the one cop ends up in a fucking freezer and the fish come to life and they're, like, trying to, like, the fish, like, jumps at his throat and is eating his throat.
1: Um hmm. I mean, I, I remember the cop ends up in the freezer. Uh yeah, he is killed by a fish. Um, uh, I don't know. That makes zero sense. But, like I I There's definitely t- blocked that shit out. I remember he got pushed in. I thought like he was supposed to go away. Well, it go- it goes it.
0: wild. Like the one girl that's bartending, like somehow the blender attacks her, and it's like she loses her hand in the blender. Like it it's again, it's like It's confusing, because you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and it's like multiple things. It's like, well, there's a ghost, David's dressed up as her, he's possessed by her, she's possessing the computer system, but then also she's just a ghost who can move things around that are not connected to the computer system. Like, it's utter chaos at the end, at this fucking Mardi Gras party. And it does turn into chaos, like, everyone's running around and shit.
2: Um... I, I, at
0: the very end they like somehow do something with the electricity
1: yeah it, Michael like uses the fuse box or something and I don't, I don't know how that works on it but like fried the computer system and uh, you know caught it all on fire um, and I guess David was still in there with with the computer So like he also Kind of get burned Burned alive But he's p- still possessed by Catherine But but also you see it like Bouncing back and forth Between him being Being David mm-hmm. and Catherine Like so weird
0: I just remember the very end is like he slash she Falls to the floor And she's all like burning up and fucked up, and, like, her fucking eyeball shoots out, and she's, like, still saying something, and then it just cuts to the credits right away. I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot to, like... The movie is kind of, like, slow and dull, and then, like, Very. the last 20 minutes is, like, a lot of shit going on, but it's, it's, like, a lot to take in on your first time, and you're just, like okay i guess it was all these like crazy things at once like like bottom line is michael the owner of the club his ex-wife is like a ghost after killing herself and she's like fucking with shit she's possessing her brother her brother wants to fuck her her brother's dressing up as her she's possessing the computer in the place she's fucking just fucking with the place and then somehow they like do something on electricity, and like her eyeball, or her, I don't know if her, or David, I guess, I don't know, dude. Eyeball pops out and they're cackling, and we cut the credits. I'm just like, okay, that was something.
1: That happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I think of this one. I'm going to kick it to you first, Chris. I,
1: I know what I think. I don't like this one. I think that... I, look, I am used to I've we've watched a lot of horror films. We've watched a lot of like nonsensical horror films. I am used to like horror being general nonsense, like not making sense, being goofy. Uh, but the flip side of that is like it needs to be fun. Yeah. And, and this is kind of dull and boring for most of it. Like there's some highlights, you know, like, like the, uh, um, You know, as you said, the the spike through the the neck one, and 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 I like the the uh, chest machine kill. Like they're fun enough, but there's another, you know, 85 minutes out of the 87 minutes this film is that is just dull and boring. And then it gets to the end, and it's like doesn't make sense. It, It has all these different threads that don't tie together. And you're just supposed to go, oh, okay. I I guess that makes sense. I don't know. But also, I don't care because you bored me for the majority of it. And yeah. I just want it to be over.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, I guess I'll get into my thoughts, but uh, what, what are you scoring this at?
1: Uh, it's a four out of 10.
0: I pretty much agree with you, Seth. Like, This also has aspects of what I think is fun about Killer Workout and that it's a time capsule thing where it's like, yeah, this is very clearly the 80s and there's bad acting, like terrible acting in this as well. Um, But it's just, uh, it drags too much in the middle. Like, it's just, it's like a drag.
3: Yeah.
2: The
0: the ending is like, crazy and you're just like what the? like huh like and it's kind of like amusing but at the same time like killer workout for how cheap and poorly made it is i was like interested in the story of that and i was like it ca- it kept me entertained with the music and i cut into the workouts and, and stuff like that it was just like the tip like killer workout was like the typical like bad yeah. fun bad movie like what you expected out of it and this is just like it's interestingly bad but it's also like like you said it's very like boring and dull for a lot of it like it is about as short as killer workout it's like a like you know under 90 minute deal but it feels yeah. it feels like 2 hours like it just feels so long um just dealing with drama and and again when it gets to that end it's just it's just like all right man which one is it is she a fucking ghost wandering around is david crazy is she inside the machine and the movie like just doesn't choose it's just kind of like it's all the above and, which you know is its own crazy thing, but also it just makes it more confusing as you're watching it if you're like spending, like having to explain this to someone else, what the fuck this movie is like I don't know it didn't love it, uh, and for me it, it's like I didn't hate it, I don't think I was down on it as you, but I think I have the same problems with it as you, and I give it like a five. Okay. It's interesting because this is like I, I mentioned to you this is like a double feature that people do. These two movies are like kinda cult classics now that like they're known. And I think most people kinda side with Death Spa being the better movie. And including in our poll, like Death Spa got eighty percent of the vote. But uh, I'm with you, man. I I think Killer Workout is more fun, like easily more fun.
1: It's it's more fun, which just makes it like I mean, they're if you both look at from a technical standpoint, like yeah, Death Spa is a better looking film, but the acting is equally bad in both films. Yeah, Uh, and one just has a more fun story, and like like the reveal in Killer Workout is a hundred times better. Right, like <laughs> and, and like the reveal in Death Spa is like, wait, like, huh? Like, yeah, because cause it doesn't commit to any of it, yeah, it's it's, all of it, it is, at once. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, uh, okay, I guess that's what we're going with. And I would rather just be like this dumb, ridiculous, off the wall one thing instead of being four different things at once. And, um, uh, I don't know,
0: it's just Killer Workout, like if you're like looking for a bad, dumb '80s slasher movie, this kind of like Killer Workout kind of just fits the bill. Whereas, really? like you know, uh, Death Spa, like it's technically a better made film. There's like it's objectively better made. Like there's no lava. It. it looks it looks way better. Like you said though, it does have the same bad acting. But it's just it's just not as fun as a story, and it's just it's just not doing the thing on the box so much. Uh, I mean, it does do the thing on the box, but um,
1: it's just. We'll not say that De- Death Spa has the the objectively better poster,
0: mm-hmm. and you do get that scene, but yeah, it's just it's, you know, when you picture what the movie's going to be, Killer Workout is way closer to what you picture it's going to be, and Killer Workout kind of, like, excels at being that type of movie. Like, it's very good at being that type of movie, it's very fun, and, I, like, I will end up watching Killer Workout again, and thus far, it's just, like, it, it's such a drag, especially through the middle of that. I don't know, even though I own it, like, that I'm going to be popping that one in, on too many, you know, spooky seasons coming up, so it's weird. You and I go against like the consensus on this. The consensus does say Death Spa is better, but I don't know, man. work workout wins this episode. We outweigh the people. We win on good. this
1: one. All right, good. <laughs> I'm, I am glad with that one. Uh,
0: Well. I hope you have a better spooky season than, than just these two movies. What do you have planned for us for next month?
1: We're going to do uh, some anthologies here. Oh, um sweet. One which is not out yet. Uh, one which I'm not sure if you have seen. But uh, there's a new VHS movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, on the six, VHS 85. And I have not seen uh, VHS 99. Okay uh which was came out last year. Yeah. Uh, both yeah. are available on Shutter. We're going to watch VHS 99 and 85, which is actually the 5th and 6th films show. in the VHS series. Mm-hmm. I guess um uh but yeah, we're we're going to watch uh we're going to watch the two new VHS movies this this time well, out.
0: Awesome. I I I was looking forward to seeing the new one. I like the series. I love anthologies. So this is fun. Awesome, dude.
1: All right. Well, we'll be back uh, next month with VHS 99 and 85.